The Creator Life is sponsored by the company Cebu. It's a co-working space that fosters creativity and collaboration all while getting things done. Check them out in their two locations, Mandawe and Cebu IT Park. You can also take advantage of their other spaces in Japan, Singapore, Bangkok, and Hawaii if you become a member. For more info, check them out at thecompany.ph and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at The Company Cebu. Get 50% off a day pass or a flexi pass when you jot down this code CREATORLIFE50. That's CREATORLIFE5050 to get 50% discount on a day pass or flexi pass from The Company Cebu. Thank you so much to The Company Cebu for sponsoring the podcast. So, what did you eat for dinner? <laughs> uh, uh, we just bought chicken, actually. Oh. Just a really quick... Uh, yeah. What kind of chicken? Uh, toyok manok. Ah, uh, toyok manok. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so, ano? It's basically roasted chicken. Wait, yeah, roasted right? chicken. Yeah. Exactly. So, it's so weird how chicken can be consumed in like different ways like roasted I know, right? like Jollibee <laughs> I don't know why I thought of chicken it's probably because I ate Jollibee for lunch like chicken oh, joy really? yeah I'm like when I was in Japan it was like where is chicken joy it's not here because the taste <laughs> is so distinct yeah I know it's very distinct because it's like there in Japan they're fried Chicken karaage, it's, it's a different taste compared to Jollibee Chicken Joy. Ah, uh, siempre, oy. Yeah. <laughs> Very ironic. It's... You're you're a, you're a strength and conditioning coach and we're first talking about food. So, I mean, it's part of, it's part of the whole, ano, lifestyle of, ano, working out. It's not just working out only. It's like, your food you eat. Yeah. I, I know, right? But yeah, it's okay. Because, you know, I'm a more of a quote quote uh, a foodie, so I love to eat food. Yeah. Uh, uh, degustation style of uh, food tastings and stuff like that. So it's okay. You know, yeah. Is it harder to be a foodie these days? No? Is it harder or is it like. Because like you eat at home more. So unless you cook a lot, which is like heaven for people who cook, because <laughs> you can just yeah. experiment. Unless you're that person, then like, what are you gonna eat? <laughs> so, <laughs> the quarantine in a way maybe forces you to know how to cook. learn how to cook. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's true. And I think nowadays, uh, there are a lot of people that are learning how to cook. Forced, you're correct. They're forced yeah. to cook. Because, you know, it's, it's also very, really expensive if you keep on buying food every mm, day. True. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you will get lazy sometimes, but, you know, laziness will activate. But then again, like, if it's really expensive, of course, you'll make the the frugal move of buying your own ingredients and cooking yourself. It's actually yeah, healthier because you get to control what you're eating. <laughs> so you don't uh... want to... I don't know. It depends. Uh, <laughs> it, depends. <really. laughs> it depends. Yeah, it cause still it... depends. Because if you have the freedom, if you have all the ingredients, you can eat a lot later, too. Then you can like, okay, I, I'm going to cook tomorrow. I'm going to cook later. After yeah. eating, I'm going to cook again. So you have the freedom. But like, Compared can... to buying. 
But like you can do it in a smart way because what my mom does with like pork, she makes adobo and then she puts it in the ref and then it's like a big batch and then we just get some of it at a time. It's just there in the ref. So we don't, my mom doesn't cook as often. She just heats the pork. I don't know. Oh, I it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing in this household <laughs> to save, I uh, no, to save on oil and the like. Gas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I think we should start because we might end up talking about just food the whole <laughs> time. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we might we might stumble upon it again in the middle, but yeah, let's start this before we keep eating talking about food and that's not my purpose here so okay let's start the podcast in three two one go Welcome to The Creator Life, a podcast that makes sense of how different creators live. I'm Julian CB, that's S-I-B-I, and I'm really grateful that you're listening to the show. New episodes are on Fridays, and bonus episodes pop up on Mondays or Wednesdays. Or, yeah, basically those days when I have extra stuff to put out, so I'll put it out on those days. If you haven't already, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that you're listening to podcasts. If you can, support support me on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash juliancb. And you can leave a rating and review or uh, on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the show a lot. Five stars recommended. Please, please. So, it's been a month since I did a recording. And if you hear my voice sounds kind of weird, it's because I just felt better after like basically two weeks of being in bed, being a lazy person and all. So yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. So my guest for this episode is Paolo Aguirre. He is, is that, is that how you pronounce your last name? I might have murdered it. Is it right? <laughs> yeah, it is, it is correct. Thank goodness. Okay, so it's Paolo Aguirre. He's a strength and conditioning coach and he's the founder of the Gohe Academy. It's uh, basically an academy he started fairly recently because of this global bastard that we're experiencing now. So, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so... A little backstory. So, we kind of got connected because of one of my previous guests. I think it's Diane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of weird because I didn't expect her to suggest a guest after we did our episode. That was kind of <laughs> unexpected. I don't know. I think she has a lot of friends. So I, I, was, I was looking at the stats for her episode and it was like, okay, she really has a lot of friends. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she, she does. Yeah, I mean it's her. I know, it's her personality. To be fair, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Diane, and if you want to listen to my episode with her, it's there in the podcast feed. 
not gonna leave it in the show notes because it's not really related. So yeah, so yeah, it was weird. I found it weird, but I'm glad it happened. So yeah, really grateful. Anyway. I think uh, yeah, I'm thankful also, right? Because you know, it's been a while that I've been, I haven't been touch basing to Cebu. All my life has always already been here in Manila. Yeah. So I've been conversing with the people here. So and then I kind of like miss. Uh, Speaking Bisaya. <laughs> oh, sobra kayo. Because <laughs> I don't know. It's like Tagalog seems so different. Yeah, I've been. I recently been talking to like uh, creatives in Manila through mm-hmm. online. So it's a really different way of speaking compared to Bisaya. Bisaya is like gahi. So it's like like if you if you try to speak Tagalog in an angry way, they they would really think you're angry all the time, even though you're just like, no. Yeah. This is so normal. <laughs> I know, right? I I mean, uh, an anecdote. I always get into fights because of how I speak, <laughs> especially if I start speaking in Tagalog already. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, so that's right. People are like always, what kagalat? Why are you always angry? I'm not angry. <laughs> This is just how I talk. It's yeah, normal. I know. It's <laughs> like I've I've had to practice calming down while talking while talking. So I would start at the base of English, then that's where I lean to Tagalog. Because if I start thinking in Bisaya, it's like oh, I would sound completely different. So <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of a thing that I had to practice over time. <laughs> And uh, with with all honesty, I think what uh, the people from Luzon should learn, especially here in the metro, I mean, you know, uh, they should understand how culture goes with us as well. Because, you know, people here, I mean, anecdote, anecdote again, they want to change how I talk. And that's hard because it's culture. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very difficult. How? How, really? How, how can I take out culture out of yeah. myself? That's like you brainwashing me, no. Yeah, no. I don't wanna I don't wanna be forced to completely change my the way I speak, the way I do things just because I have to adapt to you. Why don't you guys adapt to us too? You're not the only people here in the Philippines, you know? All right. <laughs> okay, we're kinda we're kinda ranting about <laughs> No, that's okay. because uh, I think uh the truth will set us free. Yes, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, we can't be we can't be plastic all the time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I wanted to start because my my research is solely based on your Instagram account, which is sucks because okay. like I'm supposed to do a lot more, but you know. So, talk to me about how you got into being a strength and conditioning coach because like that in itself is like uh very it sounds tedious to me like for me it sounds tedious but i don't know with you so how did that come about in your life uh actually i know because you know if i'll go start from the beginning from the beginning but to make it short now uh, I grew up in a family of athletes, so my dad used to be part of the national team in basketball. My mom used to play in table tennis, so it's already been inculcated in me that uh, sports is my life, mm-hmm. basically. But 
you know, not everyone will accept it naman eh, even though you were born in a family of athletes. So I, I grabbed that opportunity to, you know, put it into myself. And then when I went to, so I've been a varsity, I've been playing sports since I was five years old. And from there, uh, I went to Cebu to study. So there's this one guy who actually took me in at the age of 16. Actually, I started studying strength and conditioning uh, coach. I uh, started being a coach at the age of 16 already. Ooh. Yeah, uh, I was still a student back then. Uh, if you know Pio Solon, so shout out to Sir Pio Solon. So she, okay. he was my human anatomy teacher as well as my biomechanics teacher, movement mm-hmm. science. And he took me in at the age of 16 and then trained me to be one. So from 16 years old up until now, that's been my life. And then continuous education along after. So after I graduated, I've been taking different certifications, took up some units in UP. Uh, supposedly, I, I'm in Italy right now studying as well for certain conditioning, for science, in other words. So yeah, I started there. Oh. With that man, Pio Solon. Oh, okay. Shout out to him and yeah. how he really, he basically made you into what you are today, if I'm I not know. mistaken. I mean, besides your family, because sometimes it starts with your blood and then that happens and then it just like grows exponentially. <laughs> yeah, I think... Yeah, it starts with the family, and then I think mostly it's because of Sir Pio, because I've been, I've been, I've been spending my whole student life with him. Read the books that he's going to give me, so I've been taking up different education outside University of San Carlos. My fellow Carolinian. <laughs> ah, yeah, you're you're Carolinian, pod. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to USC, we swing. <laughs> Please, uh, let's, yeah. uh, let's not go there. <laughs> as, much as, as much as I'm proud of being a Calorinian, there are some aspects that I'm not proud of. So let's <laughs> let's okay. not let's not go there because I don't wanna I don't wanna get into trouble that way. Because you know, there's today's yeah. Calorinian and all. So yep. Anyway, so like it's so amazing, like. From there, like how, like you thought of doing an academy online about like trying to uh, make people's mental, physical, emotional health like better, cause like yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's for me it's like it's kind of a big undertaking too alongside your strength and conditioning. So how did you? How did you think of doing that, the Gohei Academy? How did that come to fruition? Because it must have started like I know it's from during the quarantine period. But like, how exactly did you think of that? And yeah. Uh, with all honesty, naman, it did not really, really start uh, during the quarantine. The name, well, I, I, I named it during the quarantine. It has been around since December already in, inside oh. my notebook that I'm going to make something that will help people. But the the topics are are different. The topics for that was solely for certain conditioning. So basically, before the quarantine, uh, I think that was December 29 to 30, siguro, that I asked myself, what, 
what's that one thing that I want to do that's so different from 2019? And then I came about the idea wherein, because uh, there's just this gap. Uh, a lot of coaches, a lot of Centurion coaches, fitness enthusiasts from Visayas and Mindanao is having a hard time getting information firsthand, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, if you want to learn more about fitness, uh, training, coaching, you have to fly here in Manila and then attend courses. And that's double trouble because you have to pay for the plane ticket, you have to plane for the hotels, then you have to pay the fee for the course. Mm-hmm. So it's really expensive. So I was like, so why not? Rather than they come here, I'll go there. I'll go. I'll go to them. So, and then I'll be the one to do the lectures to my to to, mm-hmm. to these uh, coaches and stuff like that. So I started first with uh, having. I actually. So I went back to University of San Carlos because I was a varsity there in track and field. And then mm-hmm. I told the head coach, nah, okay, coach, uh, I want to do a give back program for you guys and I'm giving it for free. Uh, and then I'll teach you how, what I really do because that was after the Southeast Asian Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we were part of the Southeast Asian Games. So I was like, okay, uh, we've been training for SEA Games for the track and field. And I want, you to, sh- I want to share to you guys what I have learned for the past years that I've been studying this sport as well. So I, it started there. And then I we, we had a couple of... We went to Dumaguete and Siliman University. Mm-hmm. Went back to Cebu. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, we have another one in Cebu. And and, and three more lectures in Butuan. In, in, in Davao, Butuan, Cagayan. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that was the, the original plan. But then again, the Lord has other plans. COVID-19 happened. Mm-hmm. So I was like... Well, it, it, I think it's the normal reaction happened, like uh, anxiety, anxious. Yeah. Uh, you don't know what to do. Uh, all your plans just went down six feet under the ground, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? All all our incomes went down. So I was like, okay. So I, I took two weeks out, did not work, just thought, just calmed myself down and asked myself, so what's that something that I want to do now? Because I always believe that calling changes, it's, depending on the circumstance that mm. you're currently in. Calling. Purpose. So it's like, okay, uh, the ins and outs of Visayas Mindanao, let's scrap that out. That's really impossible to do. So, And what's the gap that, we, that I want to address right now? The gap now is everyone is so anxious. Everyone is so confused. Everyone is so tired, uh, drained. So I'm like, okay, let's make a webinar that will help these people including me, stay calm, uh, give them tools on how to adapt during on, on this kind of chaotic times. And then like, okay, let's go. Let's just try it. I tried it first with my friends. So the original plan was just for my friends and my clients. That's it. Mm-hmm. I have no plans actually to open it up to the world. <laughs> and yeah, and then after we had our first topics at that time was more on, was more on mindful meditation. And it's very, that was a very effective topic that we had because everyone became centered again, calm. Mm-hmm. And we had, I, I, I tackled, we tackled on nutrition. How do you recover yourself during the quarantine? And we had a visitor from the ASEAN South, Association of Southeast Asian Asian Youth Organization. And then my friends were like, are you sure you just want to keep it hidden? Why not try it? Why, why not try it? No, no. Open it up to to the public. O- open a uh, Facebook page, Instagram account, and stuff like that. And then I we, I tried it. So we mm-hmm. were just 
actually the the first the group of people we were just only 12 15 group mm-hmm. of friends and clients of mine and then when we open up when when we open it up to the public we skyrocketed to like 45 to 50 participants and that topic was charm I mean, you know Charmin yeah. De Leon. Yeah. Yeah, topic of charm personal finance. And that month the theme was more of like how do you adapt your own business during the quarantine? How do you make mm-hmm. yourself adaptable if you're a, if you're a uh, business owner? And the other part is so if you're not a business owner, how do you make yourself an entrepreneur? So we were giving them tools and guidelines on how to Do things like a business person because you, you can't go out. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. And then we we it's all of a sudden people were very responsive. People were enjoying it. So it it was not the plan was not to actually open it up and make it a business. It was more of like for my clients. But then I think times needs to you know the time is calling to you know open it up. So we mm-hmm. started there. That goal to help people. Get inspired, be equipped, and be empowered during the quarantine period, during the COVID nineteen. Mm. Coming from when every time they listen from different people with different ideas. Yeah, that's the Gohei Academy for yeah how we started it. So basically, it's a happenstance, like yeah, just, yeah, because like you thought of something that oh I could do this, but then. COVID happened, so you had to pivot and do yeah. this, and then it became so successful that you you basically had to open it up now, because it was really, I know, it was really, it really worked, no? In yeah. Way, yeah. So. No way. So it's basically just a matter of, I know, like a string of things happening at all in in sequence that led you to do it. Which is really amazing if you think about it, because like a lot of a lot of things have been like randomly popping up just because of this uh, tough time, like different kinds of things happening. Like you wouldn't expect Zoom, like you wouldn't expect normal people to be using Zoom, but no. here we are <laughs> using, yeah, Zoom. using Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> so things really happen, like. Very quickly sometimes, so yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, and I think it it depends on the person that's currently in the crisis because I think it's it's, it's a Chinese proverb that says you always have to look at the crisis in two things. So either you're gonna look at it as really a crisis, or you're going to look at it as an opportunity mm-hmm. to do something else that will help people. And then I think those that are popping out, I mean, example, different webinars, different podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Different businesses. I mean, they saw the opportunity. Yeah. On uh, this chaotic time, to be, it, it, they saw it as an opportunity to open up something. Mm-hmm. And most of them actually are winning slowly, slowly winning. Yeah, you'd yeah. rather like do it slowly rather than yeah. like do it quickly. I'm I'm, I'm kind of worried for Zoom once this is over because they grew very fast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then, like everyone else is trying to compete with them, so already, and it's not yeah. and to the point that they're already 
some of them are taking advantage of their strengths to offer that service and they can mm-hmm. do it better because it's free because of their infrastructure and stuff so mm-hmm. it's really it's really a weird time <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be and an inter- interesting one too yeah like it's probably the longest I've been at home because <laughs> sometimes you don't want to be like stuck in one place for like too long, especially yeah. if you're working and you adjust to work from home. So it's a really different experience. Yeah, yeah it is a really different, especially with me. I think I've ad- uh, I have to really tell myself to adjust to this time because with the kind of work that I do, I- I'm always on the go. Mm. Uh, I go to different places. I, I train different athletes, and I need to see them face to face. And boom, quarantine happened. I'm like, oh gosh, how am I gonna do this? <laughs> but yeah, yeah uh, I think uh, how flex. It's a test actually of the person mm-hmm. qualities because you know our patients are being tested. Our flexibility, our adaptability towards uh, crisis is are being tested. And also a good learning lesson as well for ourselves. A good time for introspection. Mm-hmm. That's true. But then, like, I see some people, and I don't know, but I feel like, uh, they even though like like there are those types of people like no matter how they try, they just like can't like they can't push themselves to themselves to do something productive because. They're the kind of person they're really, really anxious or like they're that like uh they're they can't chill. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like hard for them. So like what can you say about that? Because like there are really those people who can't just simply convince themselves to be productive or do something useful. It's not that easy for them. Uh, I think I've learned it so much, especially at this time, because a lot of things happened in my life as well, and I've learned that part, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. When I say learned, I've learned to understand how people operate differently from us. And we have to understand that there are different personalities of a human being. Uh, I just read this book uh, recently that, you know, different personas... Like, for example, those that are always being productive, those are the dominant ones, like me. Mm-hmm. I cannot sit still if I won't work. No, it's hard for me to just watch Netflix all day. That's really impossible. And me trying to be productive because it's in my innate being to be to be to be to have the dominant uh, type of person personality mm-hmm. and that's that's it that's the quality of this dominant personality and if you put it to an animal that's the eagle and there are people if you if you try to look at it there are also people that can actually just stay put and relax and sleep all day watch netflix all day and these people are the what you call the gentle supportive kind of people that you know they don't want pressure they don't want to push themselves so much uh, and they're just contented with what they're currently doing. All right? Mm-hmm. So th- those are the things that I've learned recently. That when, when you ask, when, uh, on the question of what can I say, I, I, I now, right now, would say na we let them be. Not unless they, they're the ones who will 
actually come to us and ask the question, what can I do to make myself productive? Mm. However, uh, no matter what kind of personality you are, because uh, if you put it into yourself to actually become a productive person every single day, you still can. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. If I speak in Bisaya, go. If I speak in Bisaya, Sorry, Jimmy, go. Go, just... This is so, the podcast where I allow people to speak in their own language. I'm not restricting that because I feel like nice. if I let them, if I let the people speak comfortably, I feel like the comfort level of doing the podcast is good. It gets better than, yeah, let's yeah, say, yeah, if yeah. I restrict them to speaking English. Unless, of course, they're really comfortable in speaking English straight. So that's yeah, when I'm... Okay, that's good go. Idea. So basically, uh, we cannot use our personality as an excuse, right? So there's a there's the extroverts, there's, there's a person, different personality type. There's the OCs, there's the structured people, there's a different personality type. Now me, I'm the dominant type, and there's the gentle supportive type that can just stay at home and you know, uh, just sit still, watch Netflix all day, so no pressure. But I always believe that you cannot use your own personality as an excuse not to grow as a person, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so on that question, depends on what that person wants. If that person wants to be productive and yet not do what he needs to do. Now, that's a different story. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I <laughs> have a... to call out that person. <laughs> no, but, why? But I have <laughs> like, to call out that person. Why, like, are you hey, commit- why are you committing yourself to doing this and yet you're not doing ex- it? Exactly. So I have we have to call out that person. But if the person are like, no, I'm okay. I'm just going to stay here and, you know, not do anything. We let them be. Mm. Why? Uh, to protect our own sanity. Yeah. So we won't get pissed off. <laughs> right? Uh, we don't want to be learned... insane. Yeah, I know, I know, right? So you don't want to keep on pushing people, pressuring people anymore. I've learned that the hard way. And I've been lear- I'm currently learning it now. So mm-hmm. unless if the person will, you know, the, on the commitment. So that's the, that's when, when a person asks me, ask help now, that's, that's the time that I'm yeah. Really, really push you. Yeah. And don't blame me if you ask for my help because, and then you get pressured because you're, you're the one who asked for it. So yeah. why, you know? Why? And, <laughs> it's like you're asking doom yeah. upon yourself if you really don't want to. <laughs> I know, right? So why ask if you're not if you're not ready? If you're not ready yeah. to be committed in doing uh, in doing something productive. Hmm. But there's always a. It's, it's trained because you have to train yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're familiar with Jordan Peterson, nah. one of the best psychologists in the world. Uh, so if you're, you, you guys, if you're listening on the, this podcast, or you will be listening eventually, uh, go, go to YouTube, uh, watch Jordan Peterson. He has been the one guiding me uh, on all things uh, for the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. So Jordan Peterson is one of the best clinical psychologists. Wrote uh, Twelve Rules of Life, the book Twelve Rules of Life, and he said that uh, if you want to grow as a person and be be productive, start by making a calendar. Mm-hmm. So you put schedules into your day. So at six a.m. I will wake up. At seven a.m. I will cook. At eight a.m. I will work out. 
at 10 I will um watch a movie, right? At 12 mm-hmm. I will work again. So you put a schedule for the day, but you don't let the schedule you don't allow the schedule to put you in a, in a box. So whatever happens during that day, uh, you have to be flexible then. But mm. what it what 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 that trains you is that you're always expecting something uh, every hour, and you're forced innately to do that and accomplish that thing, mm. uh, as opposed to you know not putting schedules throughout the day. Na parang ah kamuat ni bahala na tulog ka. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, and then you end up just lying down for the whole day. So yeah. that's a that's a good point though. Uh so you put schedules on uh, for the day that will help that will also train you to, you know, it's routinary kasi. Yeah. Uh, you have to build a routine and mm-hmm. if you've been going to Japan, right? Yeah. And if you try to look at how Japanese work, they're always routinary. True. Day in and day out. When I wake up in the morning, I make tea. I cook at 7. I go to work at 8. It's more like over and over again. And not everyone is getting bored. That's mm-hmm. why they they have uh, the Okinawans has the largest, uh, has the longest life in the world. 110, <laughs> you know. Yeah. More, highest mortality. I don't see that in Tokyo. That. <laughs> I won't I see that in Tokyo. Tokyo's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. But there's a routine every single day. Mm-mm. I wake up at 6. I make tea. I go to work. I OT. I go home. So there, there's that routine. Yeah. That routine teaches you a lot. Mm-hmm. It teaches you to control your feelings. It teaches you to make your brain yeah. become sane. Having things. a routine really helps you. Like, I don't know, just trains your brain to do stuff in sequence. Like, in a way. So you you don't feel like you're lost or like doing nothing, yeah. It's like having yeah, work. Is... Yeah. Go go go. Yeah, like having work actually helps. Like, I'm grateful I still have work. Sorry for those who lost their jobs during this tough time, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's, it's really, really hard. So yeah, routine helps, but it's not. If you're listening, all right. When we say routine, it's not just like ah, bahala na. No, it's not a bahala na routine. You want everything that you do on that day, uh, more yeah. or less, be good. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not a bahala na. Okay, bahala na. I will work. So alam mo kan ano ba? So <laughs> the Japanese would say this. I think that's a the the movie, The Last Samurai. Oh. You guys haven't watched it. It's a really good movie. Uh, there's a, a a quote there that says. The Japanese is an interesting people. The moment they wake up, they decide uh, to commit their day uh, and to perfect it. Hmm. Yeah. There, so there, there are some advantages and disadvantages to that the Japanese way, but you know, for the most part, it works for them. It really works for them. Good. And it's not like I mean, you can adapt some parts of it, but like, you know, sometimes culture culture gets in the way sometimes. So yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> it. It always does. But I think uh, what's good to actually take out from him is the discipline, you know, Mm-mm. in which most of us lack. Yeah, sometimes 
we 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 blame certain groups of people, but sometimes we have to look within. Sometimes it's, maybe it's just us <laughs> as a people. Yeah, we need to yeah. look within ourselves and see what's wrong with us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's always introspection. Yeah. Know then, thyself, mm-hmm. and you will win a thousand battles. Yeah, but then again, if you've done that, and then it's still what you're seeing outside is still crap. So you feel like, <laughs> like what, what, <laughs> what have I done wrong? Like what can I do? Yeah, I'm not gonna expound because you know everyone talks about that <laughs> no. in a way. So let's not talk about that because it's like bad juju. Bad vibes. We <laughs> talk about that too yeah. much. I I like talk about it like I mostly talk about it off air now since like they're rampant, the trolls in the Philippines. So I'm yep. not gonna. Nope, not gonna go there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's just really interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. What? What some people tend to forget when they're trying to like uh work out, lose weight, it's not it's not just working out itself, but like everything you do after like it after that and even before that, like drinking water or eat healthy food or sleep. Yeah, I'm 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 actually weak at that last part. So, <laughs> so it's like, sleep. yeah. How long do you sleep, Julian? I mean, now I've been sleeping like seven to eight hours again, because I got sick. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what tends to happen when you get sick. You sleep more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a it's a call yeah. out to the body. Yeah, it's like your body your body telling you stop. Stop doing this. It's like I made you. I made you this way so that you will learn to sleep. It's like that. Yep. <laughs> but yep. yeah, I've, I've been learning to sleep more, especially now when, like, the time allows you to sleep, unlike the usual day when you're going out and then you go home. So, the travel time is really difficult. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that is true. Kabe, no. Yeah, like people tend to, I don't know, like people tend to ignore sleep. Like, especially when you're like in school and it's like, yeah, I'm sleep late. I'm young and crap. But in the end, like when you go old and it's like, oh, I need more sleep. I want to sleep more. But no. <laughs> but but uh, I think what the quarantine is giving us to is to, you know, the. Get- Learn to rest. That's yeah. that's the one of my take homes of this quarantine. Then I've learned to respect, learn to rest. Because uh, personally, I'm a very workaholic person, it, and oh. it does not stress me out. Uh, I love working. Good. Uh, before the quarantine, my day starts at around two thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So I uh-huh. study from two thirty up until three, Yeesh. and then I do my thing. Uh, uh-huh. Take a bath, uh, blah, uh, take a bath, blah blah blah, and then I go to work at around quarter to four because uh-huh. work starts at around four thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. And I end work at what nine p.m. So basically, it's two two thirty to nine p.m. Yeesh. That's that's like Monday to Friday, 
and my weekends I started at around 5 a.m. in the morning. So it's Saturday and Sunday, uh-huh. and that that that's why this quarter is teaching me to hey, rest. <laughs> so I've been sleeping a lot. Yeah, it's like yeah, you tend to appreciate it more during this time, but then like when I was in Japan while. It was still the early stages of the COVID. Like Japan, Japan felt like Japan felt like I know, uh, so normal in a way. Like yeah. the mask thing is really normal to them. So wearing a mask, like okay, still part of our culture. So we still wear masks, but the trains are still full. Just kind of worrying if you think about it, and there are a lot of people outside. Still, another thing to worry about. But you know, it was like a good thing that I got home right in the moment where it got worse there. So they were forced to make changes there. So mm-hmm. kind of grateful that I got home in the right time. Otherwise, you know, things would have gone worse, and maybe we couldn't go home. Which is bad because we don't mm-hmm. have money, so we're just given money there. So yeah. So. It's like how, how long did you stay in Japan? Recent, the recent one was like two, basically two months. So from late January, yeah, I missed another sinulog, which is kind of good for me because like I've already experienced the, the true sinulog, the one before all those. No blah blah allowed things. Yeah. So it's like the real one, where it's like party there, party here, blah 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 blah. So like, kind of grateful I'm over it. Then they already control it at the time where like, okay, I'm not, I'm not as keen to do sinolog anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was like that. I actually, yeah, but we kind of miss. How we do things yeah. uh, for the quarantine. <laughs> yeah, but like, like I'm grateful that like some parts like I don't think people will be shaking hands anymore. <laughs> They're gonna find some different way to do it now, mm-hmm. which is hard in sports because like shaking hands, high fives, they're a thing in sports. Yeah, that's a, that's a. That's why they're not yeah. allowing people to go back to sports right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, the NBA is coming in as of this recording, like seventeen days. So I'm really curious how they're going to do it when they're playing basketball. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know yet how they do things, yeah. but hopefully for the better, naman pod. Yeah, but to be fair, like out of all the leagues, like NBA has been. Dealing with it like, like class act, cause like their commissioner is like, probably the most sane of all of them, all of the leaders of the leagues. So out of all of them, he's probably the most sane, as for the most part in America. So, yeah, it's been really, really, really interesting to follow how the NBA would deal with doing a restarting games. While in this pandemic, <laughs> you have been, no? Yeah. What the pandemic is doing? How are you coping? 
for me since it's like I've been like I've been following it since I was in Japan because like you know when there was a cruise ship in Japan so like we were aware of it the whole time we were there ever since that cruise ship arrived because you know it was like I don't know if it's near Tokyo probably not but then like it started to spread na in Japan so like we were being careful still there so like masks were running out and stuff so coping with it when I got back it was like we were already conditioned to think about that in a way mm-hmm. but we were not ready for what would happen in the Philippines because you know mm-hmm. Philippines <laughs> very yeah. different way to deal with it here compared to there there it's like not really not a lot of like it's not as strict there when it comes to quarantines and lockdown stuff so they sort of beat it without those so it's kind of speaks to their culture yeah that's true yeah and i think they're doing well right now well not as well as new zealand but you know yeah <laughs> but they're doing better than most <laughs> that's true better than us yes way better than us we <laughs> i'm just gonna laugh at it well, that's okay i mean we have a lot of learnings to do as yeah. a as a country and as a people yeah i mean the problem is the people learn then the those up there are not as much so we'll see what happens <laughs> I'm, yeah I'm, I'm praying all the time but we'll see because <laughs> they have the burden of decisions I know, all right? the time so yeah so yeah how, how I'm coping with it it's a good thing I have one it's a good thing I have I still have a job I'm grateful for it so I work from home on weekdays when mm-hmm. I'm outside of when I time out from my work, I do mm-hmm. my blog. I have a tech blog. I do my mm-hmm. podcast, which mm-hmm. I missed when I was sick. So it was mm-hmm. harder that way. I had to just watch YouTube videos all the time, which gets kind of boring after a while, especially if I'm just rewatching videos. <laughs> I'd reached that point where I was rewatching videos. It's kind of sad. <laughs> Yeah, but then yeah, I do this podcast. I actually use this as a venue for me to how to talk to people while in this quarantine. So I use this as an excuse. (laughs) It's kind of an excuse slash content. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. How long has this podcast been operating? Uh, next month it will be two years. So wow, it's been a while. Yeah, but then like. How it's been operating. This has been the longest it has been active. I actually had to cut a week since I got sick. So I wasn't able yeah. to edit and stuff. So yeah, I had to cut for just a week. That was the saddest part because I was I was on a roll. I've been doing it string for like since February of this year. So that was like straight until mm-hmm. June, end of June. So that's mm-hmm. been like four four or five months straight putting out the podcast they had to just cut it a week just because i got sick which sucks but what can we do body says rest so rest <laughs> yeah that's true that's yeah that's 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 a correct thing to do though you yeah. have to rest 
For when sure. the body tells you to rest, rest. Don't rest good. <laughs> don't don't fight it. It will it the body will make you sick. <laughs> That's true. I have I have my fair share of like getting sick during the quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I, I slept a lot. I did yeah. not do work. Yeah. Like there was a there was that week when I forced myself to work on a day. Then it just got worse. So like, okay, I'll take a leave for a few days because it will just get worse. So yeah, complete rest, like bed, just lying down, sleep, wake up, sleep, wake up. So, and I'm not the kind of person who wants to do that all the time because it's so. <laughs> I feel like a pig, and I already look like a pig. So, make doing that makes you feel like a pig. It sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. but. That's alright. Yeah, I mean it's. I would I would feel more guilty if it was like before the quarantine, but then like the quarantine teaches us to rest a lot now. So like maybe after I would really appreciate doing more rest time <laughs> than I would beforehand. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 correct though. Yeah. It's like it's so like. They, what, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like. Yeah, go. No, go ahead. I I was I was about to ramble, so I let you talk because it's fine. I'm I'm stopping myself from rambling too much. <laughs> <laughs> go. Uh, so yeah, uh, I know. Uh, what what do you do though? Uh, For my day job is I am a software engineer by day, so it's it's basically mostly my works in the brain, then I. Type it into my laptop. <laughs> so yeah, I do. I make programs. Actually, a uh, Japanese company, which is why I keep talking about Japan and all. So mm-hmm. yeah, Japanese company. Do yeah, basically a normal shift, if I can call it that. So it's not really still and in a way I still get to keep the nine to five mood, in a way, but. I'm in my room like more than eight hours a day, which kind of wow. sucks. I don't like that because like the bed is like literally in front of me and I don't like it because the bed is a, the ultimate temptation. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's a good thing I have a desk. Otherwise, I would like jump the bed and the bed would win because once the bed's there, the bed always wins. Don't, don't even try to argue with the bed. <laughs> yeah. You you can't you can't argue with the bed. It's there. I know. Yeah. I've been trying to find an a separate area that I can work, but then like it wouldn't work for me. So yeah, no choice. I just have a desk here with my laptop and stuff. Then the bed. <laughs> and yeah. the best way is to just sit on the chair and not on the bed. Cause once I sit on the bed, it wins <laughs> by default. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you've been you have been inviting different people already. Yeah, like especially when I got back and did the podcast, mm-hmm. like cause my story was I didn't go home right away when I got back. We had to self quarantine for two weeks because you know, COVID. So we were self quarantining, like me and a bunch of my workmates because we were like 
more than 10 that went back home. Okay. Because we were asked to go home like earlier than scheduled. So we were actually being, we were staying at a hotel that a manager of ours owns that mm-hmm. that that made the process easier so we were there for two mm-hmm. weeks and we were still working there because we had laptops so we could just work and had internet so we were just working there so worked there for two weeks then went home so ever since then i've been home for like i think it's been uh three months already <laughs> kind of long <laughs> yeah yeah it's like the longest string I've been like home for so long. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I've been out like I could count like with my one hand how many times I've been out and just to get like supplies and stuff. So it's not like I go out randomly. No, no one should go out randomly during this time. That is dumb. Like why? Yeah, that is correct, though. Yeah. Go out when you need to buy something and go back home. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, my, like, recently, since, like, in the house, it's like, it, it, it's not, it wasn't just me that was, had to be bedridden. My dad has to be stuck in a room because, like, one of his, uh, employees, like, relative of an employee got, Possibly got it, so he was stuck in a room for two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that was very. Those were very interesting two weeks. Kay dungan me, nadungan me. Good thing they were completely unrelated. Otherwise, it would be like so scary. <laughs> you imagine? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it would be Super. hard to contain both of us. Good thing I got sick. Like, not COVID. <laughs> Yep. I'm really grateful that it's like it adds an extra sense of anxiety when you get mm-hmm. sick other than COVID because you were worried you will worry a bit that it's that thing even though it's not so it's really scary in a way yeah I understand yeah. though yeah. I super understand mm-hmm. that part mm-hmm. so yeah. basically your day is just like uh, work and an evening so on a scheduled date for yeah. podcast. Yeah, like I try to schedule them on weekends now, so I won't be as stressful. Cause every night we do prayer in the house. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so cause you know it's a very difficult time, so it's best to gather as a family and pray. So that would mm-hmm. mean like I would have to really schedule like a block of time. It's either before or after. And it's usually before. So I have to like limit the episode to an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, or else I would be like called out by my mom. Which wouldn't happen now because we're doing it after the prayer. Which is good. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not shouting. But like there will be like proxy people. Because there are like five in the house. So. Yeah. I know. see. I understand. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been trying not to schedule it on weekdays. Although there will be instances that I do. Especially the first few, the first month I started doing it, it was like weekday, weekday, weekday. So that Mm -hmm. was interesting. Like three days straight. That was fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I actually, nice. yeah, but I actually like that so that I would have a lot of content banked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I usually record like it's the episodes come out once a week, so uh-huh. I try to schedule as much as possible, like how many people I have for that month, and I try to record it like in a batch, like one mm-hmm. or two batches, so it doesn't mm-hmm. get that stressful to mm-hmm. edit, schedule, promote, mm-hmm. and all. Although I get. I kind of get lazy sometimes with promoting. That's why I end up like doing it on the day. So, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, that's just really the promoting part is the hard. It can be the Goya Academy though. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we've, we were able to make a system wherein uh, telling everyone has been an, an easy task already. Mm-hmm. Especially that we're also doing live shows now. So, everyone's expecting a certain time. Saturday. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone's expecting weekend, Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. at 4 p.m. So that's yeah. always the case. At least so there's an expectation already. So you yeah. can schedule it or schedule around that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, except with what? Mm-hmm. Go. Go ahead. It's like I schedule it, like I have a schedule, but then I don't schedule, I, I don't do the thing ahead of time. So I tend to do it on the schedule. So it's like, uh, but then it's fine. I'm used to it by now. It's not like, oh no, what am I going to do now? I just do it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's in my, in my, in, in our show, the Aragoy uh, Academy, it's always Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. at 4 p.m., 4 to 5.30 p.m. But uh, what happened last weekend was it was we had a different topic, Mangor. So we started at one. Uh, we end, ended at five p.m. So it was, why is it uh, that yeah, long? Because I had different speakers. Oh, so we so had the a... topic on long-term athlete and sports development. Mm. So I had different speakers from uh, Visayas and also here in Luzon uh-huh. talking on how are we able to develop as athletes. And as well as the sport here in our country, and that was the yesterday. We had uh, visitors. We had guest speakers from uh, here in Manila as well as in Cebu. Oh, okay. So we had the the the, the owner of Omega, Pio Paulo Castillo. Uh, we had from Cebu. Yeah. We had Pio Solon, who, who is my co-host. Yeah. Yeah. And we had Noy Fernandez. I think he is the head coach of judo in Cebu City as well. Mm. And we have our national athletes in beach volleyball. We had one of the best strength. We had we had national coaches that trains uh, the national team in volleyball as well as in basketball. So we have been we had those guys. And Kanina we had a visitor from India to speak oh. on sports culture. Mm. Uh, we had like I started I started at one PM and then we ended it Kanina at 445 so like oh wow mm. that's the longest time that I spoke <laughs> but it's not like you spoke straight three hours I don't think so it's like no no man it's like Interview. host then inter- it's not really the whole thing I yeah, guess but, yeah but when I do lectures it, it goes all the way oh. <laughs> straight three four yeah. hours lecturing yeah. how do you how do you handle that like how is your voice after like three hours of 
basically talking. Do you pause? Uh, I do pauses, but it's it's more of it's straight lectures, man. Good. I, well, I do. I give fifteen minute break, but I think I was just lucky enough to have a training on voice when I was oh. still in college, and training on theater, so I know how to use my voice such in a such a way that I won't destroy it. Mm. So all along, I don't use my throat. I, I use diaphragm and stuff like that. True. Uh, So I had that training way back in college. Mm. It was, you know, extracurricular activities. Yeah. Like for me, like for me, it helps that I love to sing. So that's actually part of how you sing. You don't sing from the throat because it's gonna kill your throat right away. So you sing. You mm, sing for your diaphragm. So it's mm, the same perfect. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 really true. That's that's a common mistake you do in karaoke. You tend to shout. Even though you yeah. shouldn't, yeah. <laughs> but you just know, just to get the points. <laughs> yeah, just to get the points. The points are really weird in karaoke. Sometimes if you sing in a weird way, you you get the more points. It's like you're wondering who sang the song to make them set that bar. So weird. I know, right? <laughs> Why don't you do it properly in karaoke? But to be fair, it's karaoke is how to make people feel good. And not necessarily a singing contest. So mm-hmm. even though they kind of make it a singing contest, but it's to have fun mainly. So yeah, that's I true. get why it's like that. You know, that's nice. Uh, Julian, what keeps you going? Me, what keeps me going? I love that you're asking me questions. Is I was supposed to tell you that like, oh, this is the part where you can ask questions. I love that you just did it. So I wouldn't be saying that. It's so awesome. It's like the first time this ever happened. It's like so awesome. Because <laughs> like sometimes I would have like I would have to read the room to tell yeah. if they're asking me questions too, and they usually yeah. don't, which is fine because I'm interviewing them mainly. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I actually tell. I usually tell them in advance that you have to ask me questions like at the end, which mm-hmm. is perfect timing that you do that which is fine I'm really happy so I'm really grateful <laughs> so what keeps me going um a lot of things <laughs> my my passion for technology is what mainly keeps me going it's how I got my job it's because of technology what I'm doing now is because of technology if it weren't for the fact that I'm doing a zoom chat online and I can record it and then I can upload it on the internet and share it with the world. So that's really an amazing thing. I wouldn't have imagined doing that like 10 years ago, which is so weird. Even though podcasts are existing in the US 10 years ago, I wouldn't have thought of that. It's It wasn't as democratizing as it is now. So there are like free services out there to do podcasting. Mm-hmm. So without that, I don't think I would be able to think of doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. It's like ever since, like after the doing the tech blog, the podcast is what keeps my creative juices flowing. I'm mm-hmm. really grateful that it's here, that I'm doing it for almost two years now, which is kind of shocking to me that I have that consistency in a way 
because mm-hmm. sometimes I tend to amaze myself when I do things that I thought I wouldn't be able to do, but I did, which is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, technology is what keeps me going. And also, like, people. Especially with podcasting, you talk to people a lot. And that really pushed me to talk a lot to people. Because before, I was like, silent type. Don't really talk much. When I was in elementary, I barely talked. Now, it's like, I talk a lot to the point that sometimes people get annoyed by it. And they don't just tell me. I'd rather let them tell me, but no, they don't. So that means it's not as annoying yet. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know I don't know what I would be doing if technology never entered my life because I'm not the, I want to be the doctor, I want to be a nurse, or I want to be an engineer kind of person. And then like my parents didn't push me to do business in a way, although by the looks of it, I might just be doing a business soon. So yeah, (laughs) very weird, especially with this online the online digital thing we're going on, going on here. So, yeah, in a way, <laughs> it's going there. That's, that's, that's really nice, though, because I think I asked that question simply because there are a lot of people that asks, uh, how do we actually, uh, why do we wake up in the morning mm-hmm. feeling motivated? And the reason to that question, the answer to that question is, the answer to the question of most of the people now. Mm. Why do we wake up? It's because of uh, the reasons that we put into ourselves mm. as to why we keep ourselves, you know, like, why, why we allow ourselves to keep going. Find your why. Yeah. Find your why. Exactly. Yeah. Nietzsche would say, diba? Right? Yeah. Uh, I've heard that from like people who really found their whys. So they say that. So Cause that's how they started, like finding their why. Yeah, but I think I, uh, I think why, you have a really big why, but I think it, it, you try to also put everything into context, and you mm-hmm. know, uh, it changes. I, that's what I've been learning right now. Uh, calling purpose changes over time, mm-hmm. depending on the circumstances you're currently facing. Yeah, that's how the Goy Academy came to be because of circumstance, right? It's so yeah, <laughs> so amazing. So, like, people can just think of that, like, right there. Like, you didn't really, you didn't really start with that, but you ended up with that, which is really cool. Yeah, that's 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 that was really I I I actually. I got surprised actually, you know, when I opened it to the public. It was when I opened it to the public. It was still fun and games for me. Mm-hmm. I was just having fun, giving content to the to everyone that's watching. Yeah. Uh, giving them free education to you know distract them from the stress that, that they're getting, mm-hmm. and at the same time inspire them. But because of circumstance, example, where I'm about I'm already in the process of putting it into a business, but we're just rebranding it trying to change a lot of things already. Mm. Uh, I was pushed to open it into a business already because a, a lot of organizations are partnering with us and then I was 
shocked if I may use the word. Hi, go. Uh, example, uh, this uh, the biggest partner that we have currently are is uh, the first partner that we had is the Association of Southeast Asian Nation mm-hmm. uh, Youth Organization, so ASEAN Youth Organization. So we've been giving talks with them as well. So mm-hmm. we, we had that's why we had like. We had speakers from Cambodia last month. We had speakers from Indonesia wow. last month. And then these are entrepreneurs as well. Because last month's series was more of like uplift series. Mm. So more on inspiration, inspirational. Uh-huh. Uh, the theme last month was more on inspirational. So how can we inspire uh, other people that will be listening to us so, and then put everything into context. So we had topics like business successes that's mm. charm as a young entrepreneur yeah how do you lead your team that's charm is young 26 <laughs> uh we had leadership talks uh igniting the igniting your millennial leadership we had that one mm-hmm. we had that was more of like uh, the the bulk of the talk last last month this month the theme it's more of like If you have an idea as a speaker and you really, mm-hmm. really, really want to put it out there, yeah. and if you really, really believe in it, and if mm-hmm. you think that if only the people that are listening to me will do this idea that I'm telling to everyone, uh-huh. their life will change. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's the theme uh, this month. And we had different uh, different speakers already. We had, Kanina, uh, we had the Eltad uh if only people will actually adopt this model, mm-hmm. uh, they'll be successful as being an athlete, as being a coach, a sports system in the Philippines too. Uh, we had parenting. If only they will do this kind of parenting style, mm-hmm. their child won't grow up uh, <laughs> rebellious or whatnot. Uh-huh. Next week would be on education. <laughs> if only people would, you know, do this kind of systems in their yeah. life. Their life will change. So those are the contents that we're, we've been putting out. It, it started with the games, just fun, 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 mm-hmm. and then it ended up to become a, like a a serious one. So yeah. I have to like, okay, let's just do it. Yeah, let's do it. Wow, it's like it's like I saw. I was trying to find out when did he start this. It's like, oh wow, this is really recent. This is so amazing. How it it it. it I, I thought it was like Dugay na or something but then like Han karun pa din nga year kuyawa ni uy Yeah it's 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 just it's just this year and Yeah we've we've been trying the past month I've been trying to figure out uh, as the founder on the direction of of uh, the academy and mm-hmm. I think we've uh, came to a conclusion on three three things vision mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. Number one, it's uh, sparking potential. Uh, ah, no. Uh, number first one is to engage connections. Yeah. We believe that uh, through the stories, uh, we 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 connect to people through the stories that they hear. Mm-hmm. That's why if you try to look at it, it's not just pure lecture. It's storytelling. Yeah. So what happened in your life? What was your experience on parenting? Mm-hmm. What was your experience in being a leader? So it's more of on that page. Mm-hmm. Uh, stories mainly. And with that stories, with that story that they hear, we 
subconsciously not knowing we are able to help people spark their own potential because there's reflection that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oy, sakto lagi siya. Ano ba, diba? Oh, yeah. bitaw, no? Bitaw, no? Ah, inan yun, Danny. So, there's that. So, in that, there's reflection. Reflection goes to action. Action helps you spark your potential and then mm-hmm. you become successful in life. Not overnight, but, you know, yeah. you're able to plant a seed that they come to realize, ah, oh, I might try. I might try this as well. Mm-hmm. And then, lastly, it's always service for others. Mm-hmm. Everything that we've been doing in our academy is just for others. Yeah. And uh, not, we're not only actually we're not only just you know putting out free content to everyone, mm-hmm. but we're also in the context here. So since I'm in Manila, we're we're do we are doing our best to help our first one. What we did was we had a medical drive for the mm-hmm. frontliners, so we helped them. We had a donation drive. We had a workout for a cause drive uh, uh, last March. And then uh-huh. after that, after March, no, that was April pala. After April, we we decided kasi kwan, okay, everyone's helping. Everyone's helping the medical frontliners. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that, but I was like, okay. Um, my, my girlfriend then said that, uh, why don't you help the garbage collectors? And I was like, bright idea so i'm like okay mm-hmm. let's look for garbage collectors who can we contact and let's just do it and then we were able to contact now we're targeting we're trying to help 1400 garbage collectors in manila wow. and we're already hitting like around three four hundred garbage collectors there's still more but mm-hmm. uh because of this vision that we've been putting out different brands just came to us can we help can you help can you help i'm like okay no good yes you re- definitely so we're, we're just accepting all their help yeah and number three we're currently doing in terms of service for others we're currently because not everyone can afford laptops ipads and wi-fi so what we're doing okay it's an education yeah we're about to start online yeah now lucky you if you have the money to actually purchase a laptop a tablet and a wi-fi yeah now the big question is if voila how do you do nga nga? Yeah. So what we did is we tried to address that problem and just try to pick a certain municipality here in Luzon. Mm-hmm. And one of my partners municipality is she's near to to this. It, it's in Apari. Okay. So she's near to below poverty line people. As in below below. Wa yu mapalit laptop. Wa yu iPad. Wa yu Wi-Fi. So what mm. we did? Okay, let's do a book drive. So we we we. we put out a poster uh, if you have old books that you want to donate send it to us and then it, we will be try we'll trying to we'll try to help our mm. kids through 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 the books but we don't just give the books so what we did is we mobilized our local teachers there not all only those that we know we mobilized them and told them hey let's make a class uh, just have just good for like what six to eight students and mm. then teach and then we, we put everyone into perspective why we're doing this why we're helping them and then it's just we started with three students and now we're like around 30 oh that's already. cool them free that's a lot yeah so basically it's it's friday saturday sunday uh, sunday is the class that i usually handle uh it's 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 a class on things that you do not 
get in your school that you won't learn in school. Example, how do you handle your finances? You don't. You no. won't learn that in school. No. You, school will teach you how to do accounting, but the school will not teach you how to properly save. Right. So that's what we're teaching everyone on the high school level. So that's what's going on around the Goy Academy. Yeah. Aside from the different. Uh, things that we're cur- yeah. currently planning like the corporate mm. seminars that we, we we will be handling the corporate talks that we're currently doing right now mm-hmm. we've been invited to talk to different corporations on fitness nutrition wow. leadership and those kind of things yeah I, I i i wouldn't i don't think you'd imagine it would go this big after you thought of it last December. No, no. I, it's it's nope. really different now. <laughs> nope. No. I was caught off guard. I'm like, oh yeah. God, this yeah. is something serious. Life gives you, life gives you different things. I know. Usually and it's better. how you respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But it's, it's just sad because when people, when, when the universe or if God, let's use God. Okay. <laughs> let's use that. <laughs> okay. When God gives you things, yeah. right? Gives uh-huh. you circumstance, whether that be good or bad, it's just the person's choice and how he will respond to it. Because you, the Lord might give you apples and you just ate it and throw it away. Sayang, right? Yeah. Why not make it into an apple pie and make use of the apple yeah. pie? So it's still on the decision of that person, mm-hmm. depending on how he sees things. True. It's very important that I've learned it in life that how you see things is very, 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 very important. Mm-hmm. How you look at things and with your own eyes will always uh, reflect on how, what's inside your heart as of the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, things things happen, but it's up to you to how to like. Use it as an opportunity to do something more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is I, I feel yeah. like what happened here, which is so <laughs> awesome. It's like I'm I know, still right? I, I'm still dumbfounded. It's like this year, pagdino, kuyawa niwi, like <laughs> wow. I thought it, I thought it like at least lasted like a year, but no, it's like this year. So it's like, oh. Yeah, it's, but it's like, I think I'm I'm just. I I started it, but I re- kind of uh, CEO talked me talked me out of it. Uh, one of my good friends who owns a business mm-hmm. um, told me that you can't do it alone, even though I know you can. So I I told myself, all right, I need people to help me build this yeah. up because I already felt that time that this is not a joke anymore. No, I I I need to man up and do something. So. We're able uh-huh. to make a team and different partners, and then I, I'm just blessed to have them. And without them, mm-hmm. uh, the academy won't uh, yeah would be this way. Like uh, I just mentioned names: Ayla, uh, Neil, Christian, Justin from Cebu, mm-hmm. and my intern, uh, my apprentice Don Villahermosa. And without them, you know, it's it's hard to 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 put up this kind of thing. It's uh, let's face it, it's stressful. Yeah, especially if it's real now. So it's like, oh, this is finally real. I really need help for this one. <laughs> I actually had like, I actually took a day off mm-hmm. to just think about it, and then like, okay, 
am I gonna treat this as something serious? Because if not, I, I need to shut this one down. Yeah. So I will, if I will continuing this, and this is just gonna grow bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, no, gut feel. Yeah. Again, gut feel is telling me now, just, just push it, just push it. Like, okay, yeah. let's do it. So it's like, there, the turning point. Then, here, here we are, talking about it. So, I know. Yeah. And my friends are so confused because they're like, okay, you're sports science, you're strength and conditioning coach, and yet you're doing this kind of thing. Like, I know, right? I'm also, <laughs> I'm also, I don't know. What but like, but like, to be fair, part of being a coach is like how to teach people to, you know, and like how to relay information. So it's not like completely out of the wheelhouse, but it's like. Yeah, I know. Yeah, broadening yeah. Tama, of tama. everything <laughs> it's getting you broader, are right yeah so it's not Thank out of the time. realm but it's like so broad now compared yeah. to when you initially <laughs> thought of it so you know things happen life life happens yeah life so, really happens yeah and sometimes sometimes you have to experience something bad to make you realize that okay I should do something else or life gives you this and it's like, oh, I should make this into something bigger. And then here we are. So, life. Invited <laughs> That's how life is. It, yeah. gives you, it gives you shit or it gives you gold. So, yeah, that's true. It's how, it's how you deal with both of them. Yeah, turn shit into gold or turn gold into what more gold i don't know i don't know how that more works gold, <laughs> yeah yeah and i think i know i think yeah that's what the quarantine has given me it gave me both the gifts and also curses but yeah. it's you respond with those two matters a lot and i'm just thankful because you know my responses has been it has been really bad sometimes but you know i'm just blessed to you know be able to pivot again mm-hmm. and like okay let's just get these things right it gets worse before it gets better so yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's how you deal with the shit that's yep. what leads you to the goal that you seek so that is true that is yeah. really nice yeah anyway i think we should end this before it reaches like 11 so like it's almost i know <laughs> <laughs> the conversation went so long it's so awesome and I'm really happy. I might cut the pauses because I think there were a lot, but it's fine. I might end up not doing that because sometimes when I edit, it's like, okay, let's see. Okay, find the conversation. Okay, it's fine. Okay, let's upload. <laughs> so the pauses will sometimes be there and it sucks. So I might try to edit that off. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Paolo, for being in this in this episode of The Creator Life. I really appreciate our conversation and it's really nice to have a very nice, uh, cool conversation. And it's like, I'm really, I'm really happy <laughs> to be able to do this again. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, Thank so you very much, Julian. It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I can't, I can't believe fun. I used the word shit. For a good thing. So you say that word, <laughs> it's like, 
it leads to bad things. But yeah, this is okay. it, it goes to show how positive this episode will be. Just so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Now's the time where you can plug your stuff. So if you have anything to plug, now's the time to do it. So go. All right. Uh, hi guys. Thank you very much. I, first of all, just want to say thank you, Julian, for having me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been uh, really interesting, and I, again, yeah. I, I really had fun talking with you, conversing with you, and yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, watch uh, if, you, if you're interested to learn different things different topics and you want you're looking for an inspiration motivation in life uh you're finding meaning finding purpose uh watch our uh, webinars in the goya academy when we will try to help you achieve that one it's uh, it's every saturday and sunday at 4 p.m mm-hmm. uh, again saturday sunday at 4 p.m you can just search in um in Facebook, the Gohoy Academy. So D A G O H O Y. Then Academy. And if you're interested also to train with me or you have questions on strength training, nutrition, or whatnot, you can also ask me questions. So you can just follow me on Instagram at Coach Pawix, P A W I X. And I'll be more than willing to accommodate you and help you with your fitness journey. All right. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. See, it's so. I'm still amazed that the academy is just this year. It's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm still amazed. It's like, wow. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Anyway, my turn to plug. I haven't done this in a while. So, yeah. So. Updates on the podcast and behind the scenes. You can find them on social media. That's Creator Life POD on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Probably more active on the first two. Sorry, Twitter fam. I'm not really into Twitter. I only rant there. So, uh. <laughs> uh if you want to follow my rants or like follow me on social media, that's J U L I A N S I B I on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Although the colorful part is on Twitter. Go there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, new episodes come out on Fridays. Bonus episodes come out on Mondays and Wednesdays. Whenever there are any. And yeah, you can listen to the podcast on any podcast app. Re- leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the show a lot. If you can, support me on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash juliancb. And if you want to talk to me through chat, but not on social media, go go to my Discord. I'll leave it in the show notes because trying to say the link for that one is very hard. So, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. Hope you're not as annoyed with my voice now since it's been a while since I've done this. Thank you so much for listening. And until the next one, Enjoy your tech, enjoy your coffee, enjoy your life, and stay safe, guys. COVID's not over yet. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.